Here's the big question. How do new technologists break into an industry with so many people vying for the same opportunities? How do they go about finding the right company, writing a resume worth reading? How do they prepare for interviews and show up with a humbled confidence? Ultimately, how do they create a personal brand that has companies knocking at their doorstep? These are the questions that job seekers want the answer to. And I'm here to guide you from application to offer letter and beyond. Get ready to equip yourself with the tools necessary to stand out amongst a sea of applicants. My name's Chad Jeffries, and your interview guide starts here. Welcome to the Interview Break Fix. Welcome back, everybody. This is part three of episode three, writing a resume worth reading. Um, I want to just go into proofreading, uh, saving, and emailing properly. And really what we want to focus on here is the attention to detail. So let me start. You want to make sure that everything, you know, it sounds obvious, but there are so many simple errors and small details that can be avoided. While they seem unimportant in the grand scheme, like attention to detail is so critical. Even if I'm scanning for six seconds, if I notice one little tiny mistake, I'll hold it against you. (laughs) I don't mean to. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I mean, you know, this person doesn't have to be perfect with all the details, but, you know, if you got a formatting that's all over the place, it's hard to read. It's just hard to read, and I can't get to what – I can't synthesize your data. And I want you to do the same thing as not only proofread your resume, but proofread the emails that you're writing out or anything that you're saving, anything important. So there's a lot of small errors that we all make. It's fine. Um, but again, if you're, if you can just proofread and then also have like a peer review it, you know, if it sounds good to you and you have at least one other person read it, you know, preferably someone that will have, that will be honest and candid with the feedback, you know, then you save that bad boy. Sounds like a no brainer, right? Well, some people get this wrong too. Um, I suggest a few options here when you're saving your resume. All right. Google docs, it's saved to the cloud. All right. It's, it's. It's so easy. Um, you know, you can save it also as um, uh, onto like a USB drive or maybe just email it to yourself. I do that too. I'll email myself uh, quite often and then I'll just keep like a folder of my of my stuff um, for, for any like notes or anything that I take or, you know, again, it's just, you know, save it to the cloud, save it somewhere where it's not going to be lost. Um, if you just save it to your desktop, desktop, and then you know something corrupts, and then you're screwed. Um, typically, I just use the cloud, and it just you know, and, and save an email for myself. But um, I suggest you do that when saving your resume. Keep the file name simple: first name dot last name dot resume or dot Java. Just your skill, your skills. Save it as a, a save it as a, a you know a docx um, as a word doc or um, or also a PDF. So you want to have a doc version so you can edit it, right? You can, you can simply edit that. And then you save it as a PDF because the formatting is going to look so nice, so pretty. If I'm opening it up as a recruiter and I open up a doc, uh, then I can edit it. I can do all these things and, and res- people, 
I can't stress this enough that there are fake agencies out there. There are fake people out there all the time. They will take your resume if you put it online as a document and they will they will take that information. Not not that they can't use, you know, small PDF and convert a, a Word doc to a PDF um, or just pull that information, whatever. It's just it's something that you want to do because you can you can save it as a document, you can edit it yourself, you can send it to people, they can edit it for you. It's just really easy to, to use a document as, as your touch base, as your home base, and then have a PDF version because you're going to submit the PDF to wherever you're applying. It looks, it looks nice. There's nothing, there's no formatting errors. Sometimes I pull up a document and it'll have like the, you know, this is misspelled or, you know, but it's your name. It's like, I, there's, I'm not, it's not misspelled. Um, maybe you forgot to ignore it. Whatever the case is here, um, having that PDF version, will just pull everything nicely. The format will be nice. And it's a way to, to, to check yourself too, to make sure that everything was spaced properly. Um, cause you never know how it's being pulled up or on what machine. And sometimes the file document, um, can, can pull up differently depending on what is being utilized to view that document. But a PDF is going to be standard across the board, uh, no matter how it's being opened up, whether it's Adobe or whether it's, you know, just preview or just pulling it up on Google, uh, on the Google cloud. Um, so uh, so save as a document and a PDF. Keep the document for yourself and always apply with the PDF. Okay? Make your resume legible and consistent. The entire document should be a standard font. Cambria. Um, have a, uh, <laughs> I am getting mixed up on my words today. Helvetica. Uh, Arial. Uh, Calibri. Times New Roman. These are all, you know, rendered correctly on any machine. Those are the standard formats. Um, you want to use bold text to like draw attention to a particular word or italics for supporting text and avoid underlining because it clutters the space. It also is used for like URLs. Um, so just avoid underlying, uh, uh, underlining. You want to use bold text to draw attention and italics for supporting text. Um, and then obviously single line spacing 11 to 12, you know, point font, and then 14 to 16 font for section titles. Um, so, yeah. All right. So let's talk about how to email properly. So step one, attaching a PDF version as it's the most professional looking. Um, if you misspelled something, it doesn't show up in nasty red squiggly lines. And it won't pop up with all the edited lines that a document, you know, shows when you open the file. Um, so, you know, step two, you want to focus on the subject line. Now, the subject line should state, you know, position, title, uh, posting reference number, um, you know, if, if that applies. So usually you can find whenever you're applying to a job. Um, the, the, the job code or, you know, posting reference number. Uh, if you can't find it, that's fine. But you want to say, you know, that you're applying to this in the subject line, this is my name, and this is my resume. So your subject line should be very uh, pragmatic whenever you're, um, whenever you're sending it. Step three, address the person directly. Don't use to whom it may concern. Um, explain who you are and... <laughs> 
address it to the person. It's you're not trying to again mass apply to places. You're not trying to one click click apply. Um, you're you're targeting you're targeting a recruiter. You're targeting a hiring manager. Um, if you find their their email, just address them. That easy. Uh, to whom it may concern is is just leave that out. Leave that out on a cover letter. Leave that out at all possible. Just focus on that. So keep it concise. Explain who you are, what the job you're applying for is, and a little short blurb about yourself. I will not read something that is more than two paragraphs long with like three, four, or five sentences. I won't read any anything larger than that just because it's not priority at the time. I know you're you're really taking the time to dive into who you are and you're putting a lot of thought into it, but you want to just kind of kind of fish real quick. So be like, hey, I'm really interested in this job. Um, this is who I am a little bit about me. I'd love to take a little bit of your time um, and just talk to you a little bit more. So keep it concise as time is critical and you don't want to be put at the bottom of a stack because you decided to write a novel about yourself. It's all about maximizing your time and effort, which will be appreciated by the person reading your email and reviewing your resume. I am I am notorious for doing this, honestly, is is over explaining myself. I do it all the time. And I realize that I'm not getting anybody to respond to me. And not just when not just when I'm applying. I, I haven't done that when I'm applying. But um, but just when I'm writing emails to people in general, if I'm writing a novel, it's like, Oh, God, I have so much other stuff going on, I'll get to it. And then you're just put to the bottom of the stack and you wait for the end of the day, you want to just be very concise. So um, so here's some key takeaways. Let's kind of wrap up here. So avoiding a lengthy resume, one page is perfect. Two to three, if you're not, exp- for, if you are experienced and you have a lot of information that you should share. And, um, yeah, so, so just keep it to one page is absolutely perfect. You should be able to get all this information on there, especially as a new developer. Um, number two. Do not apply to hundreds of jobs. It's better to choose one to five that are very targeted and, and you know, you can use your format, you can plug and play. It's really easy. I cannot stress to, to you enough. Do not apply to hundreds of jobs. Focus on one, two, three, five maximum. It, it's, it's a mistake if you apply to hundreds of jobs. It, you are wasting your time. You're not going to get anybody to answer you. You're going to get just a bunch of BS jobs that you don't even want anyway. Um, I actually want to point out, too, that this one-click apply that, that's happening nowadays with uh, Indeed, um, you know, I, I, have to, I have to just address this, too. Indeed has this one-click apply, and people are just applying to m- so many jobs at once. I've had people that apply, you know, one, two, three, four jobs that I have open that are all similar um, software engineering jobs or, you know, UX design jobs, but I need a mobile you know, senior UX designer. And I've had the same person apply to all three of my UX designer jobs. And I'm like, well, which one are you a fit for? I have to go through and look. And then it takes me a lot of time to step status you. I'm using insider terms, but you know, it's just, it's, it's pointless. You need to focus, you need to focus and target whatever job you're applying for and really speak to that through your resume. So don't apply to hundreds of jobs. You're gonna do. You're gonna save yourself a lot of time and a lot of hassle and pain for the people that you're trying to work with. So, 
You also want to tailor your resume. That's another takeaway here is read the job description. Again, tailor those action statements to the experience and match the experience that you've done to the job that you're applying for. It's going to just save you save you so much time to just put a little more effort in on the front end to really just land yourself that job. You're going to you're going to guarantee it. Um, write awesome action statements. You know, instead of writing six bullet points that are like three words long, experience with Java. I wrote this in .NET C Sharp. I, I wrote this, you know, it's just, you, you want to be specific again with what I said in saying, you know, who, who did I, you know, so full stack web development, uh, utilize this front end technology, this back end technology hosted on this cloud platform. Um, you know, I create, I solved this problem for this user. Uh, this many people had downloaded the application. Just being as detailed and thorough, having one or two action statements instead of like six to seven to eight, you know, just little tiny ones that are really not saying anything. So you want to be specific. Um, and then don't lie. Don't embellish. There's no point. I have people, I, I know a lot of people that just try to just just try to get a recruiter to to answer them and they'll contradict themselves in their resume and it, it's just it's so easy and it's so easy to be snuffed out if you're lying and you know a good company you know for for example um i help i help support a mobile application but it didn't actually you know contribute like i wasn't actual actually like an individual contributor I just worked with a team that, you know, that was on the, the mobile apps. Um, so you didn't develop the mobile apps. You worked on mobile apps, like supporting it as a, in a support role, if you will. So you didn't develop a mobile application, but you, you helped support. Just state that. So, um, and then just don't fluff your resume. You know, verbiage, like, you know, excellent communication skills, um, strong attention to detail, uh, teamwork and leadership skills. You can show that you're a team player, and um, you know it, it just by by just explaining it in your action statements or talking to a recruiter. Um, you know, worked collaboratively on a team of you know three to four engineering students uh, doing paired programming, uh, or you know led a team project of four developers. We had a, a graphic designer on there. Um, that's going to showcase leadership skills, not you saying, I have leadership skills, I have great communication skills. Um, you know, that that's all those all those words are just fluff, just leave them off, showcase that, all right, showcase that you know what you're doing. Um, so well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. Um, if you have more questions on how to write a resume, uh, you know, unsure about the various nuances of of your specific like career experience, need help kind of tailoring that resume. Let me let me help you. I'm I'm more than happy to do that. You can actually just send me your resume. I'll take a look and let you know what all you need, um, and then we can work together from there. Just interviewbreakfix.com/services. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Chad Jeffries. Um, those are going to be the two platforms, interviewbreakfix.com, um, and LinkedIn, you'll be able to find me everywhere. Um, it was a pleasure talking with you all. Thank you so much. Um, really, really happy to, to get all this going and out there for you. I know it was a lengthy, 
uh, lengthy podcast, but again, really excited for the information for you guys. And um, this is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of great information that you can take with you and uh, and and keep with you for the rest of for the rest of time. Honestly, so. If you could do me a favor, um, go ahead and leave me a five-star review if you think it was worth it. Um, I'd really like to get your feedback, and um, that's the only way I'll be able to provide great content to you guys. Um, I also want to mention that I'm going to start doing uh, Q&A sessions at the end of every episode and um, you know, just dedicate a little bit of time to answering your questions, whether it's something you have personally or maybe from a friend that you have. Um, you know, submit your questions to interviewbreakfix.com and under the podcast tab, um, there will be a little form that you can fill out, ask your question, um, you know, leave it to one, maybe two. Um, I'll spend the last, uh, last few minutes talking about that. Um, and Hey, maybe you can uh, dictate the, uh, the progress of the show. So, uh, thanks so much and look forward to talking to you next time until then stay humble, be good. And I'll talk to you soon. 